Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. Welcome to the Matchball 30, our game-by-game journey through 1991-1992, 30 years on. Dan Michael and Moscow White with you to face down Notts County, Ellen Road, here as we tiptoe into February and very much looking forward to the start of the Winter Olympics next week in Albertville. Should be good fun, that, shouldn't it? Um, to fill a little bit of a gap anyway. And we had that week off because we were obviously cheated out of the, uh, the FA Cup by Manchester United. It meant we had that week off last week so the lads all went to La Manga for a trip in the sunshine a bit of warm weather training almost as cold as Alberville <laughs> yeah Gonstrack and uh, said the locals told them it was the worst three days of weather they'd had in the last 10 years which is great stuff <laughs> they did manage to distract themselves there's not been um, much made of this I think they've they've tried to keep it as quiet as possible but there was a an incident with a Fiat Panda I think there's a bit of uh, shared denial as to whether it was Gary Speed or David Batty behind the drunken wheel but um, they were given these little cars to Pootle around the the resort in and uh, on the way back from the bar, managed to wrap one of them around a lamp post that uh, just about got away with it. We'd said last time it was uh, Howard Wilkinson stayed in Leeds to to catch up on his paperwork. So Mick Hennigan was the uh, authority figure over there, and they did uh, they did tell they confessed everything to Mick, and he decided not to let Howard know that this happened, but he did decide that the uh, the players involved, there were two uh, younger players in the, the back seat and speed and packing in the front. Well, Howard's going to know now. But he, you told, don't you? Oh, well, no, he doesn't listen to this. Oh, but they, uh, they were put on punishment duty, uh, <laughs> running laps while the others tried to get some golf in in between their uh, downpours. Very naughty. So that's, uh, yeah, it sounds like a a, a bit of a near miss. And um, Gary Speed is uh, saying he's never going to do anything as stupid as that again. I think they managed to get away with it. Thick as thieves, those two. Thick as thieves. A um, couple of people missing from that trip. Gary Mack back at home after that groin strain he picked up versus Palace. He's, that's been treated. Carl Shutt also stayed behind to work on fitness because obviously. Play Shutty. Because we're. Uh, Play sh- just put Shutty up front. Never mind all these guys you've got him on trial. A little bit um, light on forwards. So hopefully we'll be able to field somebody today. Um, we also played Bayern Munich in a friendly. Speaking about cheated out of uh, being cheated out of cups. A rematch. Had we not had enough? Dirty scum at Ellen Road in the last in the last month for everyone. What are we doing playing these lot? Well, they're. Uh, well, Wilkinson said it was important. Yeah, they've been in the European Cup. Uh, I think they got the semi-finals last season, didn't they? And they're obviously big noise. Did they cheat the um, way there, or 
Well, presumably. Did they bring the trophy with them, the, the one that we're owed? But it was um, basically said that if we didn't get a game in, then when we came to play Notts County, um, we wouldn't have played for a fortnight. And because of the horrendous weather, they wouldn't have trained much either. So Bayern, a good workout, no mental pressure on them, not much physical pressure. So they can enjoy themselves against first-class opposition and get back into the right frame of mind. And given our aspirations to play in Europe next season, be a good test for us. Yes. Which is kind of how it turned out. I mean, we Fair now play. know we, that we're we, as we, good as Bayern Munich. Well, we denied an obvious penalty. Goals disallowed, anything like that? I don't know. I think uh, Beckenbauer stayed home, so he wasn't available to referee this one. Um, um, almost full-strength side it was, other than um, Chappie. You got Hodge in midfield, Speedo played up front, obviously not feeling the ill effects from the uh, the hijinks in La Manga. So same as uh, it was against Palace. We were wondering if we'd have um, any new options when we come back to the league programme, but instead it is just still um, play Gary Speed up front as a, as a prototype Chapman. Although young Gary Kelly... Young Irish striker getting a, getting a half off the bench as well. So maybe Wilco's having a look at him. He's, he can see there's goals there. Mm. And Whitlow on as well in place of Strachan for the second half as well. So time to see if uh, Strachan, if his uh, influence on games is starting to fade, then we need a, a new playmaker to make us tick. So Whitlow can step up to the bar. The only problem with Gary Kelly, he looked pretty good, but he's not tall, is he? So as a Chapman replacement, he's not quite the one. But um, Hodge... Bursting forward from midfield was the guy getting all the chances and getting our goal. Could have had a couple more as well, but he scored after five minutes, didn't he? Put us one up. They equalised on 26, though. Marzinho with that. He sounds uh, very foreign and exotic. Isn't that what you get on your Battenberg? <laughs> it is what you get on your Battenberg. So back to Ellen Road then after that. And Ellen Road is going to be changing as we know. There's a magnificent new East stand in the pipeline. We're bloody paying for it. Looks, looks, like, looks like we are paying for it, doesn't it? There, uh, there's a £2 million funding gap by the looks of it and the club needs to raise it. So they're coming to us personally for uh, for that money. It's not fully formed yet, this plan, because Leeds Polytechnic are doing market research. Mm. They're bringing season ticket holders to, to decide if everyone's happy with this. But I mean, the basic plan sounds, it all sounds fine. I think 500 quid you need to pay. Uh, How much? Well, let, hear me out. What do hear I get for out. 500 quid just so they can build a posh stand? I like the low fields. I like the grass. <laughs> Well, you'll get £100 off your season ticket for seven years. That's £700, isn't it? So £700 back. And also that is the the ticket prices will be frozen at next year's prices other than for inflation and Well, VAT. I want to see next year's prices before they sign me up for this because if they put them up by 500 quid, there will be Super League prices, won't they, well, as well? Exactly. Next year. But you also get European Cup games at normal league prices, which are we, seems... Are a we bit, qualifying for that, are we? It, it seems a touch premature, doesn't it? So, And they'll be they've done about some extra... Stuff as well, like names on seats and shop discounts and stuff. So I'd like to, I'd like to have my name. I would like to have my name on my seat, don't you? Wouldn't you? Take a pen, do it yourself if you want. It's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> I, I might just. It's probably a decent deal. Leslie Silver says it is. Well, yeah. So they're going to decide in three weeks once they've done this market research to see whether it's uh, whether people are going to try and chase them around with sticks for trying to take money out of the pockets. But Leslie Silver says. Uh, um, they're convinced that this is the scheme to solve the problem. There are three winners, the club, the fans, and the city. And we think that's a good combination. But then they give with one hand, and then they take away with another, which is the £500, and then they take even more away with the third hand that they've surgically taken off of <laughs> Lee Chapman because the floodlight pylons will go. And they're tall. And they're a, they are a landmark. I think the city is losing out by losing those floodlights. Mm. They're just going to be stuck on the front of this new monstrosity. These the floodlights, apparently. What the, it's the, the modern way? Ones. It's the, 
we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put them even higher. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> build build the tallest standing Yorkshire and then put two two hundred fifty foot floodlight pylons <laughs> on them. on top. Yes, you'll be able to see them from <laughs> Derbyshire. <laughs> They'll probably illuminate Derbyshire as well from there. Or, or is it they're just going to do that thing where they put like a row of little lamps? I think probably that. Probably opt for that. I prefer what we've got. The more low-key option. I prefer what we've got. I mean, they're already, they're already on about putting no supporting posts on this new stand. Mm. It, it's going to fall down as it is. Mm. Especially if they're knocking it out for about three million quid or whatever it is. Well, it varies, doesn't it, according to which uh, which day you pick up the YEP. Anyway, well, that, we'll that see what was, happens. The whole thing with the... Um, the roof of that stand is it's against this I did the research it's somewhere in um, it's Seattle that has the largest cantilever roof that they've been able to identify apparently we are two and a half meters bigger than the one that's in Seattle which is a 51 we will have a 51 meter roof with no supporting columns that doesn't sound right I mean I'm not I'm but not an architect, but save or some an of the, engineer. Save some of the floodlight pylons and put them mm. under the prop them under the roof. That's you what just, I'd do. I don't know why you'd chance it. I mean, a few seats might be restricted for you. If you put these <laughs> uh, some pillars in the way, but you don't take the risk. I know what just because Seattle have got one. What else has Seattle got? Drug problems and Nirvana. So, are we going to have drug problems in Nirvana in Leeds? On some more pressing matters, anyway, and this is more important. Never mind drugs and Nirvana. Chappie, still injured, isn't mm. he? Obviously, he's on the road to recovery he's there. Had two weeks. Why aren't he back? What, what are we going to do? He came back from his broken face quicker than this. What's up with him? Well, have you seen the um, the links to this uh, international striker mm. playing in France? Talk of no, bringing, you've got my attention. Bringing him in on trial. That sounds exotic, doesn't is it? Is he a household name? Who does he who does he play for? He's a communist, and his name is Kalman Kovac. Oh. Uh, Oxa. He's, oh, uh, so he's not a French international striker. He's just playing in France. Just playing in France, yes. He's uh, he's Hungarian, though. He's, he's mm. 41 caps. He should have his dinner then, shouldn't he? <laughs> hey, hey. He's played at a World Cup. And I've got, um, I've actually got a... Well, yes, a French... clarify which World Cup. 1986. Five years ago. It's Seven years ago. It's still good. <laughs> have you played at a World Six Cup? Six years ago, even. I can't even do the maths on how long ago it was. <laughs> how many World Cups have you played at? How many World Cups has Lee Chapman played at? Well, I'm not in at? line... Well... I mean, that's only because Gary Lineker gets all the breaks, doesn't he? <laughs> but, Fashion uh, choice. Well, yeah, Chappy broke his wrist. He got, got one break. Mm. My French friend has sent me his sticker, actually. and he's, Have you uh, got, Is it your pen pal? Yes, my pen pal from... Uh, What's uh, his name? Uh, Pierre. Pierre Laurent. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. on, yeah, he's, he's good football. He's, he's, well, he says, I mean, I'm all, I've only got the letters, but he says he's a good footballer. So, What did he write to you in, his, in a recent letter? I've come to think of it, he's... I think he's about 21. I don't know if he's writing to me. Um, he wrote, Kalman Kovac. Uh, oh, that's Spanish. Uh, très bon. Très bon. Très bon. Yeah. Le footballeur extraordinaire. Oui. Et un communiste. That's what he put. But he's got, um, from this sticker, I can see he's got a lovely moustache and mullet combo, which might, I don't know if Snodden's going to be a bit upset by this, by the presence of this around the training ground, but... I don't know, we'll see. Wilco is very clear that this isn't a Chapman replacement, though, actually. He says we've been looking at him anyway, and he needs a work permit and stuff, and he's not yeah. an out-and-out striker. He plays like off a front man. So whether or not Wilco is bullshitting us, um, we will see. But yeah, he's on trial, so... Well, we'll... The price is all right, though, isn't it? 400 uh, grand seems to be the price for will him if you want to get him. Will he still have to advertise Duke de Bourgogne? Do you think that uh... sponsor is big enough? Well, this is it. It seems to be... Um, well, just for the benefit of the listener, describe how big that sponsor is in relation to the shirt. It's big. Well, it's bigger than his head. And it's... Um, <laughs> it it's like, it's like toilet seat shaped. 
It yeah, is, yeah, and so it is, and probably toilet seat sized as well. So if you strapped a toilet seat to his chest with the words <laughs> Duc de Bourgogne upon it, and the mad thing is, I assume this is, yeah, this is Auxerre. They're also sponsored by Commodore, the computer makers, but they just have a tiny little logo up on his shoulder. Well, I'll say tiny. That would probably be, it's probably about the same size as the Commodore logos on Chelsea's shirts, but it's um, dwarfed by this uh, advert for Duc de Bourgogne, which appears to be the Duke of Burgundy. Yeah. I don't know why he needs so much publicity, given that, um, I mean, the most famous one died in 1711. So I don't know which Duke of Burgundy is in question here. They do have unless it's little, kind of Unless it's kind of a cheese named after him or something like that. You know what the French are like with their cheeses. Well, it's got the, uh, there's no, you'd put a picture of the cheese on as well, wouldn't you, when you, given you're taking up so much room. But all there is, is like the coat of arms and some uh, wreath, laurel wreath things at the bottom, some feather leaf stuff. <laughs> some fancy, fancy grass. It'd be quite a nice shirt if you took that big fucking cheese logo off it, but who knows. It's made by All Sports and it's got a Commodore logo. Um, mm. up near the shoulder anyway on to more pressing matters yeah other other names that have been linked as well we've got some other ones there we've seen some of the other names an Australian Frank Farina who's at um, David Platt's Bari but can't get in the team anymore so potentially one and a half million quid for him which seems a bit steep it's a lot of money um, but then yeah he's being kept out of their team by Zvonomir Boban um, Wilkinson's doubtful about him so he's just one of the inquiries I made in weeks gone by then we were suddenly linked with paying one and a half million for him. But in truth, uh, there was only a possibility and a remote possibility that we might be able to take him on an extended loan. And then there's also uh, Alan McInally, who uh, I don't know if he came over with Bayern Munich, but they're, uh, he's out as their team and they're willing to consider a reasonable offer. So um, I don't know. Just play a shorty. He'll <laughs> stick shorty in and never let you down. Uh, there's been one more name in the mix as well that was um, mentioned just this morning, actually, before this game. You see that one? It's another uh, player from France, isn't it? I don't know if he's... Uh, we, we need to check his moustache and his mullet to see if he's up there with uh, Kalman Kovacs. What's his name? Eric Contenar. Okay. Is that how we say it? No idea. Well, we'll just keep an eye heard of him. We'll Con- keep, Contona. We'll keep an eye on that one. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the lineups for this game. Lukic, Sterling, Dorigo, Batty, Fairclough, White, Strachan, Wallace, Hodge, McAllister and Speed with Sir Michael and Gary Kelly on the bench. That young lad. Up against a Notts County side lining up with Stephen Cherry in goal, Craig Short, Alan Paris, Charlie Palmer, Richard Dryden, Philip Turner, Dean Thomas, Mark Draper, Kevin Bartlett, Gary Lund, Tommy Johnson with Mark Wells and Stephen Slawson on the bench and their manager, a bloke called Neil Warnock. There's a funny anagram actually of his name. I don't know if uh, anyone's, anyone's it? noticed it. It's, uh, you work it out for yourself. Oh, okay, fair enough. Do it afterwards. It's, it's funny though. And since we last played, Man United have played one of their games in hand on us, which was a 1-0 home win over Aston Villa. So they, they've overtaken us at the top of the table. So is it over? Well, we don't miss Chapman at all by the, the looks of things. This is the uh, the story of the day. We Without him, we're looking for who else can score some goals if, uh, if Shutty's not going to come in. I would swear that this opening goal for us, if you didn't know who was scoring it, it's Lee Chapman. It's a great header. And given it's uh, one of his long-standing teammates from the Sheffield Wednesday days and came up with, uh, he was promoted there with Howard Wilkinson before he was promoted with us. Of course, Mel Sterling's is going to look at Lee Chapman and go, well, I can do that. I might be all right. I can do that. I score loads of goals. I'll do what Chappie does. I think his celebration was as uh, enthralling as the goal itself as well. He had a right little uh, dance over towards the... uh, the southwest corner, there were fist bumps, there were points, there were dances, there were dips, all Mel, sorts going on. Mel loves a celebration, we know this. His 70th goal in his career, pretty good for a right back. He is the most, the highest scoring right back in history apart from Phil Neal. And presumably, I don't know, somebody else in like Brazil might have scored a thousand or something. But um, yeah, which is always confusing that Phil Neal scored so many goals, but he uh, he apparently holds... Um, the record with uh, 72. So he's only got a couple to go unless you count the uh, the five Phil Neal scored for England. But um, if Mel Sterland had been given the 50 caps Phil Neal got that Mel Sterland deserved, I think he would have scored at least five goals um, at international level as well. And also, 28 of those goals were scored for Northampton Town. So I'm not sure um, what Phil Neal's got to boast about, as I'm sure he would agree. <laughs> <laughs> we played Bayern Munich in that friendly. Looks like we're playing bloody Fiorentina today. Knox County dressed all in purple. What? Quite a nice kit, actually. You like it? Don't mind that. I don't know if, I don't know if Warnock signed off on it. He doesn't strike me as a man who'd, who'd approve of that, but yeah, it's alright. It, it was good to get the early goal, though, I think, after recent weeks of all the tension and failing to score when we needed to. Yeah, just we, was like... We needed an easy win, didn't we? A nice, just a nice start, and I mean, they, they did have some chances, in fairness. There was Lukic made a, made a, made a save, and Tommy Johnson put one wide, but they're relegation it, fodder though, aren't they? We, yeah. can't, we didn't want to be messing about. So an early goal and um, gets us to half time. And then really, we've kind of undersold all the talk about the, you know, La Manga and a big new stand and international strikers signing from all over. We don't need any of it because look at what the hell happened in the second half. Like an out of control Fiat Panda charging up that, <laughs> that pitch, isn't he, David Batty? <laughs> it's, it's a strange goal, is this? Because his foot was high, wasn't it, to collect that ball? Well, it's a strange goal. Because David Batty scores it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This does not happen. This is like, it's like seeing it's a like unicorn. What happened, it's like what happened earlier on in the season against Man City. It's like seeing a unicorn twice. <laughs> and the second one's better than the first one. I mean, they obviously don't expect him 
they don't realise he can shoot, do they? Because, I mean, it is, a, it, it is kind of end up being like a three-on-one break because Batty wins it in midfield. And then... Were you willing him to square it to Wallace? Well, there's a load of space in front of him and there's one of their defenders back who clearly thinks, well, he's not going to shoot. So just going completely goes to the middle where there's, I think Wallace and Strachan are both running onto it. Yeah, there's an interesting, just to pause, there's a, an interesting illustration of who has pace and fitness in our team because it's it becomes a three-on-one way, on break because it um, would have been four-on-one, but McAllister can't keep up with Strachan. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if uh, if he's had a heavy time in, in La Manga. Oh, he didn't go, did he? He had his groin, he's had his groin oh, strain though, hasn't he? It'll it's be his, his groin it's his holding groin. him back. It's his fair. groin rather than a hangover. But it's, well, he does start as a four-on-one and then... It's, uh, yeah, there's um, Strachan and Wallace in the middle by the, by well, the time. Well, the question is, how many people do you Things need to change. put? How many, how many people do you need to put a ball in a net? And the answer is one. The answer is one, and it's David Batty. And what a finish. I mean, he does have a lot of time to, to pick his spot, but yeah, it's a, it's a good finish. You see him actually look at the goal and go, well, I suppose I'll just put top, it in the top corner. Yeah. Put it in there then. Smashes it across Steve Cherry into the far top corner. And I just don't, and his celebration is great as well because he's run how many yards has he run? It starts. He's, he's got halfway, well, isn't it? Yeah. 70 yards? He's picks, inside our half, isn't he? He picks the ball up from uh, just inside our half. But because it's come from their corner, he starts standing in front of the corner taker. So he's trying to put them off. So he's actually run the full length of the pitch, um, the second half of that with the ball at his feet. And then when he scores, he just keeps running, runs right into the front of the cop. Um, and I don't know if the cop hadn't been there, he'd probably just keep running and running and running. Cop was great though, wasn't it? That sea of bodies and sea of arms and legs, just pandemonium again. It is one of those extraordinary moments because David bat his goal so far. The one in 87 was a decent finish from the edge of the penalty area and then um, the one against City earlier this season was like, you know, it was great because you'd never expected a goal from Batty. But to see him run the length of the pitch and smash this in from um, into the top corner, you just, you'd never think you would never think you would see something like this happen, ever. It's a miracle. His, his first non-Man City goal in his career. Mm-hmm. Branching out, expanding the repertoire now, and it was absolutely brilliant. That was 57 minutes, and a bit of a party atmosphere in Ellen Road after that one went in. 77 minutes, 3-0, game done and dusted. Strack takes a free kick, left-hand edge of the box, towards the back post, and uh, one of our super standing strikers, Steve Hodge, pops it back across goal, and... Uh, crap relegation fodder defending isn't it and it kind of bobbles and, and Wallace actually does well to steer it in it's it's not an easy finish this one I don't think well he, he jumps up to head it yeah it's probably it's one that uh, Lee Chapman would have kneeled down to head in but um, it takes some uh, skill from Wallace to jump up pick a spot with his head and put it in and this is is exactly what we needed I don't know if Rod Wallace has really scored enough goals since he came in even how much money we spent but with um, Chappie being out then goals from Sterling, Batty and Wallace kind of make up for it. We, we don't miss him. We don't need him. And the reaction from the managers, we've heard from Wilco and from that fella, um, Neil Warnock. Well, uh, they were third division defensive errors. I've been telling them in there that uh, you're in the first division. How, we, how have they got we, out of the third division? Well, we got promoted twice. And, uh, really? I don't know where, where, the, where the thing they are, but you can't be lending. Rod Wallace, I mean, he's, he's tiny. And he's heading the ball in at the back from a car. And uh, I don't know how that, that David Batty, he'll never score a goal like that against the Neil Warnock team again, I tell you. It's, uh, Will Co actually said that we weren't three goals better. But we, we were not at our best. <laughs> but <laughs> well, credit. Getting carried away as usual. Credit for maybe 
uh, yeah, credit Notts County for maybe not allowing us to show ourselves in our best light. We had to scrap and fight for it. But it's a great result and ample proof that if you keep at it, the luck comes back. It's like it's a good lesson for any kids who were out there. We were not three goals better, but in our last home game against Crystal Palace, we made three times the chances we made in this game. This game scored only one goal. So in a sense, it is poor old Notts County. He's just been nice to his old club there, isn't he, really? He's, he's, he doesn't mean that. Well, it's sort of sticking the knife in it at the end, isn't it? <laughs> poor old Notts County. Do I care? No, I do not. So rounding up the results that have happened then since we last played, as we mentioned, Man United had that game in hand against Villa. So they won that on the 22nd of January, uh, 1-0. Then forward to the 25th, which was the weekend of the FA Cup. But Spurs drew 0-0 with Oldham because they've got games to make up. Forward to the 29th, Liverpool 2, Arsenal 0. Interesting clash there. And um, into February, first week of February, this one that we've just seen now um, brings us all up to date with Arsenal 1, Man United 1. So another significant um, dropping of points by Manchester United. What did Mike Casey forecast for that the other <laughs> week when he was uh, predicting what would happen in the uh, in the remainder of the league campaign? He went for them to lose that one. Okay. So actually, that's bad that they drew it. I think we're putting too much into Mike Casey's predictions here. He's not uh, He's not a, a psychic or a medium then. No, anyway. I get the feeling Mike Casey may have knocked that up together. At, um, <laughs> We've got half a page to fill, Mike. At the end of a long afternoon in a uh, nearby. Just print some fixtures and advertisers dropped out. <laughs> Arsenal 1, Man United 1. So Palace 0, Coventry 1. We beat Notts County 3-0. Liverpool 1, Chelsea 2. Man City 1, Spurs 0. Norwich 2-1 against Southampton. Forest 2, Sheffield United 5. QPR 1, Wimbledon 1, Sheffield Wednesday 3, Luton 2 and West Ham 1, Oldham 0 and the uh, the Sunday game, Villa 0, Everton 0. The significant one feels like uh, Liverpool getting beat by Chelsea because that means the gap from third where they are to second where Scum are and first where we are is 56 minus 40, it's nine, 9 points. <laughs> <laughs> Quick maths. And that's quite a big margin so it feels like if it wasn't before, it is now a two-horse race with the lead horse being <laughs> leads, even if our chief donkey has a hurt arm. Donkeys with arms. The, the way that this is going to be very, settled. Very vivid imagery. Yes. Um, so top, yeah, we've played 27. We have 56 points on the board with a goal difference of plus 31. And Man- how many of those 27 have we lost? One. Just right. one. And then moving on. Yeah, Man United have played 26. They've lost two. See? So we're better than them. Their goal difference, four worse than us. They've got plus 27 and we are level on points with them. 56. So it's back within grasp, I think. Now they've just got that one game in hand. We don't have to play them again this season. But we, uh, hopefully they're going to drop points elsewhere. And we don't need a new striker. That's what I'm taking from this. That All that talk about um, players from France like Kovacs and that. Can, so was this Cantona... At the game, some people were saying, but if Batty can score, I think that's the challenge to him, is you say to him, well, you saw Batty running the length of the pitch, smacking the ball in the top corner. Somebody says to him, avez-vous ever done out comme ça? And I can only assume he would say, no, no. So if you can't do that, there's no point. Go back to France. 15 games to go for us. Man United have got 16 left. It's, uh, It's on, isn't it? It's a title race and we're in it. As long as we don't make any stupid signings, I think we'll win the league. To Boundary Park next. And oh, as long as we don't have to play Oldham, <laughs> I think we'll win the league. Bloody Oldham next. Not 
What's my case? You got that down as uh, if he's got that down as anything other than a draw, I'd be surprised. What did he say? Draw. I mean, I'd put that. I mean, we always lose to hold them away. Probably take that to be honest. <laughs> what losing? <laughs> a draw. <laughs> yeah, a draw would be um, optimistic for well, anybody they, who's ever watched. I Leeds. mean, they're shit. They're sixteenth. They're yeah, terrible. But they're always shit, and they always get a good result against us. And I, I don't want to give you more bad news, but he also thinks that Sheffield Wednesday are going to get a point at Old Trafford, and we've seen how shit they are. Well, I think my case is there was a few glasses of bitter involved in compiling this, wasn't there? Well, it's on. The race for the title is on. We'll reconvene February 8th, Oldham Athletic away. Or we'll be watching the uh, the opening ceremony for the, the Winter Olympics. Weather could be similar. We'll speak to you then. The Match Ball. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 